Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners. It's a short, about a 12-minute study that we get through that we get into each day, and getting us into God's Word, helping us to think about our spiritual lives, and also helping us to pay attention to our relationship with our Heavenly Father. In doing so, it also helps us to have a better frame of mind, a more positive outlook on the day, whatever the day may throw at us, to be able to handle things better. Now, you know people in your life. I can say that virtually without exception. You know people in your life who need to change their lives, who need to change their way of thinking, need to start to focus on their spiritual needs, and also upon their relationship with God. You may help somebody turn their life around by sharing these short studies with them. You may help them start to really think about their relationship with God. You may even help them get on the right path that ultimately will lead them to eternal life with God in heaven just by sharing these short studies. So we encourage you to do that on purpose and with a purpose. Share these with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, literally anybody and everybody you can. You can do that through Facebook friends, through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. But make up your mind. You may, through your influence, by sharing these short studies, you may help somebody get to heaven. So do that. We pray. We encourage you. We're asking the question during this particular line of study, do you think man has outgrown the Bible? What about our culture here in this country today, our society, our way of thinking, our nation? Have we outgrown the Bible? Do we not need it anymore? What about the world in general, humanity, mankind? Do we not need the Bible anymore? Have we just become so smart that we don't need God's word any longer? So sophisticated and intellectual that we're way beyond that? We know the answer, don't we? Now, there would be some who would say yes to all of those questions, but they're the ones who are deluding themselves. There have been such pretty much throughout the history of mankind, but they have come and they have gone. The Bible is still here, and it is still revered by the multitudes. It is cherished, and it is the most profound and pure guidebook for daily living that mankind has ever had with the greatest direction and the greatest hope. And that ultimately is eternal life with God in heaven. It is the book that, is, that offers the purest lifestyle and also the best way of life. Well, if it's the purest lifestyle, that's obviously the best way of life. But when you think about it, even from emotional and mental perspectives, it's the, it's the book that offers the best way to live that mankind has ever had. There's no self-help manual that begins to compare with the Bible for advantageous direction and guidance for the human being. Oh, yes. No, we have not outgrown the Bible. We have not found another book that is proper food for the soul. We have not found another cure for man's most serious disease, and that's sin itself. Think about how the word is described in different places in the scriptures. In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit 
and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You know, the Bible, the scriptures, oh, they are powerful to really dig deep and touch a person's heart, to help them really start to reflect upon the way their, live, their lives are being lived, the direction that they're taking, and what their ultimate destiny is. Remember, in, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 36, that Peter said, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has, has made the same Jesus that you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. And then it says they were cut to the heart. They were, the word that, of God that Peter was preaching to them, cut them to the heart, caused them to reflect upon the way they had been living and what they had been believing and what they had been disbelieving the gospel of Christ. And they asked Peter and the rest of the apostles, what shall we do? They were convinced, they were convicted, they were ready to make a change in their lives. What moved them to that change? The word of God. The word of God. It is that powerful. It is truth. And truth does not change. Now, fads come, fads go. We've talked about that. What is popular today may become replaced by the new popularity of tomorrow or next year. We've talked about that. But truth remains truth. It's constant. It's stable. It, it is always the truth. The Bible is the only roadmap to heaven and eternal life. Have we outgrown the Bible? Do we not need it any longer? Not unless we have found another weapon that Satan fears. You know, the old lion as Peter describes him, walking around, looking, seeking whom he may devour, he's still walking around. He's still roaring. He's still looking for that prey, and we are that prey that he's looking for. 1 Peter 5 and verse 8. The serpent of old from the garden, Satan, is not hibernating. He still lurks to entice and entrap and engulf the simple who does not pay proper attention. Oh, we need to be careful. We need to have our eyes open. We need to be alert and on guard because the devil is skillful and he is always looking for the opening to get us, to pull us away from God and into the corruption and ultimate condemnation of sin. In 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 3, Paul says, I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Now, people who think they're too sophisticated to believe the Bible anymore, who think they've outgrown God's word, the serpent, he's got them. He's the one who has led them into that frame of, of mind, into that way of thinking. Mankind is still in danger as much as ever. And therefore, he needs the one weapon that Satan cringes against. Remember when Jesus was going through the fasting in the wilderness in Matthew chapter 4? When he came to the end of those 40 days of fasting, the devil presented himself. When he would have, from a physical perspective, we would think, be at his weakest point. And the devil began throwing temptation after temptation at him. How did Jesus refute defeat the devil 
in the face of those temptations, he continually used the word of God, continually pushed the devil away through the teachings of God's word. Yes, the word of God is powerful. It is referred to in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17 as the sword of the spirit. And one of those implements of the Christian armor that Paul lays out with which we can defend ourselves against and defeat with God's help all of the attacks the devil might throw at us. All of those attacks. In James chapter 4 and verse 7, James 4 and verse 7, therefore submit to God. Now how do we submit to God? Through the teachings of his word, by obeying those teachings. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. How do we resist the devil? The next verse says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. When we're walking in the presence of God, there's no room for the devil in our life. Oh yes, we need God's word. And oh no, we have not outgrown that need for the Bible. We are not smarter than the truths that are laid out for us in the scriptures because those truths came from the throne room in heaven, from God himself. The writers didn't just write what they wrote down in scripture on their own. They were guided by God through the Holy Spirit to write what they wrote. Peter talks about that. Have we outgrown the Bible? Not unless we can make our life meaningful without it. And the quick answer to that is we cannot. We cannot. The Bible is able to make us complete, 2 Timothy 3 and verse 17. Its message fills the void found in every heart, the need for belonging, the need for self-worth, the need for fulfillment and understanding that we are someone important because we have been created in the image of God with a soul going back to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. The word has the power to change a person, his heart and his entire life. It can translate us, as the scriptures tell us, from the power of darkness into the kingdom of God. Colossians 1 and verse 13. In every case of conversion in the New Testament, we find a whole bunch of them in the book of Acts, Someone preached the word which produced a change in the minds and in the lives and in the hearts of those who really opened their ears and their hearts to hear and listen and make the proper applications. Oh, the word of God is powerful. Just as powerful today as it was when it was first written down so long ago. We need to pay heed and we need to embrace those teachings because they're just as relevant and just as needed today in our lives as they ever have been. And that mean, and, and the answer to that is they are absolutely needed in the life of every human being. We'll continue this thought next time. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, help us to humble ourselves to submit to your teachings, your word, your will. And thank you for having those teachings, 
those guidelines laid out for us in your word. Thank you for the Bible. Help us to embrace it and apply it to our lives accurately and effectively every day. Please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.